Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Most babies naturally transition to the ideal position for delivery a few weeks prior to birth. If this doesn't happen, your baby could be breached. What exactly does that mean? And how can you effectively change your baby's position? I'm Dr. Tyson Perez, a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor at West Coast Chiropractic for Kids here in Carlsbad, California. And today we're learning all about the Webster technique and how it helps with breech babies. This is Preggy Pals, episode 76. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant. And I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? <laughs> Gotta make these pants fit! I've got kinkles! What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your weekly online on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Would you like bonus content after each show, great giveaways, and even some great discounts? Then you need to join our Preggy Pals Club. You'll also get a free subscription to Pregnancy Magazine. You can visit our website, preggypals.com, for more information. And another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals apps. We have several of them. They are available on the Android and the iTunes Marketplace. We're on the Windows phone. We're on Google Play. We're everywhere you want to be. You can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter. If you do not live in San Diego, but you would like to be a panelist on our show, you can still participate through our virtual panelist program. And our Preggy Pals producer, Stephanie, is here to tell us a little bit more about it. Hi. Okay, so what we want you to do is to like our page on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag PreggyPalsVP. And on both sites, we'll be posting sneak preview questions uh, about the week before our recordings. And we want you to be involved in the conversation. So just answer our questions, follow us, and if you have any other questions on how to be a virtual panelist, go to preggypals.com under the community tab, be a virtual panelist, and you should find all the information there. Okay, so we have a couple panelists joining us here in the studio. Actually, it's really myself and Annie uh, today. So um, you guys know me, but I'll tell you a little bit more about myself in this pregnancy that I'm currently in. Um, I'm Sunny, host of the show. I am 35. I was just talking to my husband about this yesterday. I'm like, how old am I? I can't even remember my age. Um, I usually have to think of his age and then count backwards, which always makes me feel better. There must be an app for that, yes. (laughs) Yes, there should be an app for that. Um, My occupation, I I run New Mommy Media. I'm the current host of Preggy Pals, um, but I'm going to be handing those reins over very shortly, um, but I'll tell you more about that in a second. I am currently pregnant. I'm pregnant with twin identical girls. I have two little boys at home, um, Sayer and Urban. Sayer is um, three years old. Urban is almost 17 months old. And the type of birth I'm going for, I really don't have much of a choice due to some complications with my firstborn. It, these are going to be um, via cesarean. And uh, 
December 2nd is the date for that. So hopefully that that puts me around 38 weeks. That's a little later for a lot of twins, but um, I'm very hopeful and my perinatologist is hopeful that I can hold out until that date. Okay, Annie. My name is Annie Laird. Uh, I'm 35 years old as well. My occupation uh, during the day, I'm a government contractor. Uh, and then, uh, as Sunny said, uh, after the uh, basically the turn of the year, yes. uh, when we both have our, our babies. Uh, then <laughs> and I'll our be- lives get even more crazy. Exactly. Because I need more things on my plate right now. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I have a lot of fun at these. So I'm going to be taking over as the host of Preggy Pals. Um, I have uh, two children. Right now, uh, Clara is eight and Lucy is one. And my uh, due date is sometime towards the mid-end of October. I'm planning a home birth. Uh, With my third child, we are on Team Green. We do not know the gender. Do you have both names picked out, boy and girl? We do. You have to share it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll share it. Yeah. (laughs) No, we didn't have... Well, last time, I didn't find out the gender either. And uh, I bet I was convinced it was a boy. And so we had Henry picked out. And then I pushed her out and it was a girl. So Henrietta. Exa- no. <laughs> well, that's what all my friends said. But, uh, you know, we went with uh, my grandmother passed away two weeks previous. And so yeah. she had picked out a name. So we're like, oh, we got to oh, go cool. with grandma's name. Yeah. So, yeah, this time around, though, we moved off Henry, realized that there's about five Henrys in Rob's extended family. OK. Uh, so we're going with either George. We're, we're royal followers, you know, so we're going to steal their baby name. But uh, George, if it's a boy, Stella, if it's a girl. Oh, I like Stella. Mm-hmm. That's really pretty. Yeah, I like it, too. That is awesome. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So before we start today's show, one of the things that we like to do on Preggy Pals is review pregnancy apps because as you ladies know, there's a lot of apps out there. Some are good, some are not so good, and sometimes you end up paying for these apps and you're like, why did I waste my money? So we're going to go through an app today called Pregnancy Plus. And as with most apps, there is a free version and there is a paid for version. We're going to focus on the free version today, um, but I'll give you kind of a heads up as to my opinion on this app and that is that um, you know perhaps download the free version if you just kind of want to get a feel for it but I don't really think it is a app that is very useful unless you upgrade and I think that's you know it's a whole marketing thing it's it's their whole point but having said that I think there's some really cool things on on, on this app and actually Stephanie didn't one of our listeners suggest this app at I one did, point yeah. yeah I think so so um, so thank you for the suggestion if you guys have apps you want us to review please let us know send us an email But for this app, again, Pregnancy Plus, um, you download it. It's pretty easy to do. I have an iPhone, so I downloaded the iPhone version. Um, You do, you know, you enter some basic stuff like your due date. I was impressed, being pregnant with twins, I was impressed that they did have an option for twins. Because a lot of times these apps totally forget the twin parents. But there was an option. If I had anything bad to say about that is that they really didn't do anything with that information, though. You know, because there are areas where you can learn more about your baby, your baby 
baby's growth, you know, what's going on, how big is the baby in your belly. But just because I entered twins, I don't see two little babies on my screen. (laughs) My body looks a lot different than this lady's does at month seven. So um, anyways, some of the things that I really like, they do have daily tips that they give you. It's kind of on the homepage. So mine says, hello, Sunny, you are 27 weeks at five days pregnant within the third trimester. And then it gives me a daily tip. This one's about heartburn and how to, you know, um, resolve heartburn if you're currently experiencing that. So that's kind of cool. Um, They do have a timeline where they go through um, and kind of lay everything out. If you're looking at your pregnancy as a whole, sometimes, you know, for people that are visual learners, that really helped me. I really like that. There's some cool tools like kick counter, contraction timer, but all of those you have to upgrade. And uh, the paid for version is $2.99. So it's probably not going to make or break most of us. Um, But that's kind of my my personal review is if if you're going to download it, it should just be, do I really want the paid version? Right. Um, Because the free one you really can't use. It has some basic information on there, but nothing you couldn't research online. So I personally didn't find it that helpful. So see, um, now that you mentioned that, I think I actually at one point, it it must have been when I was being bad in church and was drone you know the pastor was droning on i'm like oh let me see what i can do with my iphone you know so i might have upgraded that because i can do the kit counts on mine okay so um you know a lot of the stuff is is not applicable you know shopping lists on their doctor's tips i'm just like you know you know probably what i use it for most is is that it is a third baby so i have no idea how pregnant i am and people ask and i go wait a second i have an app for that and then i pull out my phone and i go oh i'm 35 weeks and two days (laughs) Right. And, yeah. So, you know, I, I could have told you, you know, down to the probably the minute of conception with my firstborn, right. with my third, it's like, right. oh my gosh, like I'm eight months pregnant. How did I, that know. Um, I know. And I do use it with uh, the the upgraded version. So I guess I did get the upgraded version. I do use it for the kit counter, which is right. nice because I just don't deal well with pen and paper and you know and kick outs are important i mean it's good to know the health of your baby and and most uh care providers will want you to do that towards the end of your pregnancy um so it is convenient to have it just in this app and i just you know click it my phone and then it's recorded there and i take it into my midwife appointments and i show her my phone yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is nice. I wish they had an option, too, for being able to download that information. Um, because that would you're be right. Nice. Yeah, you're right. You could just totally go in and, and show them your iPhone or whatever. But um, it would be nice if there was a way to email it because I can email right, back like and an forth. Like an Excel spreadsheet or something exactly. like that. Yeah. If you're anal retentive like me. Yeah. <laughs> you like to Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you brought up a really good point, and that is that, you know, I'm on my third pregnancy as well. And, you know, by your third pregnancy, it's just like, you know, am I really going to enter all this information about my doctor's visits and yeah. you know how, how what was the heartbeat like of the baby at that visit like as long as the doctor gives me the o, the A-OK I'm like out of there like you know whatever you should have like um, a thumbs up thing of like <laughs> was it was it good or not good yes you know like exactly. it was 146 beats per minute no, right you know right exactly yeah. um, Stephanie I know you had a chance to look at this and, and you may have even used it right yeah I used this one in my pregnancy but I know I didn't upgrade it and I know that there were other features like the kick counter and stuff available at that point on the free one. So I think maybe they changed what they were uh, <laughs> giving out for free. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, it has a lot of cool tools. Uh, and, you know, it was my first pregnancy. So I had about 20 pregnancy apps. And I, like, you know, <laughs> would go through all of them and be like, ooh, what does this one do? Mm-hmm. You know, and just be goofball. Um, and I probably did put in all the silly stuff, like the, <laughs> <laughs> the heartbeat and, and everything. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's 
as far as I was concerned, it wasn't my favorite one. But at like I said, at that point, I think it had other tools available f- mm-hmm. for for free, so um, it wasn't terrible. So I say thumb sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. thumbs up, thumbs down. We were just talking about that, Annie. So overall, thumbs up, thumbs down. Ah, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say thumbs down. I mean, there, there's a lot of other pregnancy apps out there that I think do a lot more, uh, and they're free. No, okay. Yeah, for me, I would say thumbs up if, again, you're going to download the paid-for version. If you're looking for a free version out there or a free app that's going to give you your kick counts and all that kind of stuff, thumbs down. You're totally not going to get this with this. So some mixed reviews from our panel, but yeah. Okay, thanks, ladies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's face it, babies don't exactly do what we want them to do during pregnancy, and that includes their positioning, something you may be more and more concerned about as your due date draws near. The Webster technique is a popular method used to turn breech babies, and it's something our expert knows a lot about. Joining us here in the studio is Dr. Tyson Perez of West Coast Chiropractic for Kids, which is based right here in the San Diego area. Welcome to Preggy Pals, Dr. Perez. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Great to have you on our show. So let's start by talking more about what it means for a baby to be breached. Before we figure out how do we change a breech baby, I think we need to know what we're talking about, right? Sure, sure. So so what does that mean? When we say a baby is breech, what does that mean? So the normal optimal position for a baby to be in during birth is head down. Breech is the exact opposite of that with the bottom facing down towards the birth canal. Okay. Okay, so does that mean the feet and the bottom, or could it, could it be kind of, you know, positioned a little bit differently? So maybe the feet, maybe it's more towards the side, or... Sure. Well, there yeah. are different types of breach, actually. There's okay. what's called, I'll go through a few of the different types. There's a complete breach, which if you picture somebody doing a cannonball into the swimming pool, that's what a complete breach is with the knees up towards the chest. Okay. Okay, there's also things like a um, footling breach where the foot, one foot is stuck down, straightened out where the other leg is put up towards the chest. And there's also a kneeling breach where both knees are pointed straight down. There's one more breach that it looks like a pike position where the feet are actually up towards the head. Those so, are for the flexible babies out yes, there. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when they come out, when they're born, it's interesting. They they tend to do that position a lot during the first few months of of after they're born. So, yeah, they're used to being in that position. So. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, do we know why babies, you know, some babies get into this position and how other ones, you know, end up, you know, head down? Yeah, well, there's a number of different reasons that a baby could be breached. Um, some of the less common ones could be fibroids in the uterus or an unusually shaped uterus. I had one mom that her uterus was shaped like Mickey Mouse. That's how she described it. No way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's other things like too much amniotic fluid or too little amniotic fluid can can um, lead to that breech position. Sometimes the position of the placenta, like a placenta previa, where the placenta is covering the cervix, can also lead towards a breech position. But the most common causes of the breech are typically where there's not enough room within the uterus for the baby to actually get breached down or head down. And that's what I typically see. 
Okay. Now let's talk about time frame here because I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm, what am I now? I need to look at my app, Annie. <laughs> How many weeks? <laughs> I think I'm about 28 weeks pregnant. Um, so, and I am pregnant with twins and still every time I go in, she's like, well, this one's breech, this one's up and they change still. They right? do. Yes. So, yes. I mean, is there, at, at what point can we really start to pay attention to whether or not our babies are breech? Right. So babies are constantly flipping, you know, head down. Down, bottom down all the time until about the start of the third trimester. And in the start of the third trimester, the baby tends to start going towards the position that it's going to be in for birth. By 36 weeks, that's when moms are typically given the di- diagnosis of a breech baby. So if, if they're not head down by 36 weeks, typically the OB or the midwife will let them know that your baby is breech. Okay. And then how is that diagnosis made? There's a couple different ways. Typically today, they use an ultrasound. So they'll go in and they'll look at the position of the baby with the ultrasound. But some of the more skilled midwives and OBs can actually use their hands. and feel. There's a, a maneuver called the Leopold's maneuver where they can feel the position of the baby and they can tell just by palpating the mom's stomach what position the baby and is that's, in. And that's how my midwife, she determines, uh, it was like you're saying, uh, towards the beginning beginning of my third trimester, she felt uh, she used her hand uh, near the uh, my pelvic bone, basically. And she said, okay, here's the baby's head. And then she could feel all the lumps and the bumps. And I don't understand everything <laughs> about it, but she could yes. determine, oh, yes, you know, here's the baby's head and here's the little butt and here's the, you know, the back and, and all that. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's quite a skill. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you would never make that diagnosis as a chiropractor? I wouldn't personally. No, okay. I, I leave that to the OBs and the midwives. They're, they're the, the experts in that. Okay, but you could tell, like, if someone had been seeing you for chiropractic care throughout their pregnancy, you might be able to at least kind of know, at least personally, whether or not you wanted to make an official diagnosis. You're kind of tracking that a little bit. Yeah, I do have a a somewhat of a knowledge on that. I can feel, and, you know, like with my wife, when she was pregnant, I could, you know, basically get an idea of where the baby was. But I personally would never tell the mom, I think you're breech. I know if I I did suspect something, I might suggest that she go to her care provider and, and, you know, check that out. Sure. Well, the whole point of today's show is to not just talk about breech babies, but talk about the Webster technique. And I know that is that is one method that is used. Um, so I'm assuming, since we're talking about this, that even if our babies get into that breech position, that it might be able to be changed. We do have some options here, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. And can we use these methods multiple times to change? Because I know sometimes we change them and then they change back. Sure. And we, we do this back and forth with them. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. One of the, Let me put something out, out sure. there that there's a big misconception out there by not only the public, but a lot of chiropractors as well, that the Webster technique is specifically to turn breech babies. That is not the case. Okay. The Webster technique can be very effective with moms that have a breech baby, but it's used for all pregnant moms. So I use it on all pregnant moms that come through my practice. It's a very, very good technique. Um, but it's so it's not specifically for breech babies or to turn breech babies. Okay. Um, so just, just to kind of lay that sure. out there. Sure, Where, sure, sure. Whereas an external version, that treatment is specifically to turn turn a breech baby, but that's not what we're doing with the Webster technique. So it sounds like you're uh, dealing, trying to get optimal baby position. Exactly. Exactly. We're letting the body do its thing. So I'm not actually, when a a baby goes from breech to head down after a Webster technique, Mm -hmm. it's not me turning the baby. It's the mom and, you know, the baby Mm -hmm. working together to actually turn it down. There's more factors than just that. Yes, definitely. Got it. Got it. Okay. But when we come back, we're going to talk specifically more about the Webster technique. What is the process like? And even though it's not the only reason that people use the Webster technique, how effective is it at turning breech babies? We'll be right back. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. 
with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're discussing breech babies and the Webster Technique. Dr. Tyson Perez of West Coast Chiropractic for Kids is our special expert. Okay, so we started talking about this a little bit before the break, Dr. Perez, but what is the Webster Technique? When you say uh, Webster Technique, this is something I do for my pregnant patients, and people are like, what? What is that? What what is your elevator pitch for this? (laughs) So the Webster Technique is a a chiropractic technique that was developed by a chiropractor named Larry Webster, and what it does, it balances the pelvis. So if there are misalignments in the pelvis, the Webster technique is used to balance the pelvis. And what that does is it takes torsion off of the ligaments that are surrounding the uterus. And it also optimizes the nerve flow to the uterus. So, you know, it's, it's essentially just to balance everything out down there for birth. Okay. So what would you say are some of the additional benefits? I know today's episode, we're focusing on breech babies, and that could be one of the benefits. Sure. What are some of the other benefits of, of having this technique performed on you as a pregnant woman? Sure. Well, there are benefits for both mom and baby. So some of the benefits for the mom would be a more comfortable pregnancy and also a more comfortable labor and birth. Um, Some of the studies actually, Dr. Fallon did a study where she found that first time moms had a 24% shorter labor following Webster technique and moms that had multiple babies had a 39% uh, decrease in labor time. And and as as a labor doula, that, you know, interests me uh, as far as does Webster technique, does it help with posterior babies, getting babies to move? Because I I do know that, you know, that, that posterior and so basically a baby's sunny side up. Yeah. You know, so so facing up, it, the the easiest way for a baby to come is with the baby's face facing back towards mom's backside, basically. Sure. So yeah, that that definitely, if a, if a mom is laboring and the baby is facing up like that, gosh, it can take a while. Yes, so. yes, mm-hmm. it can. And so moms come and see me for not only breech, but they, you know, posterior, occiput posterior babies where the, the baby is actually facing towards the belly button and the head is facing back towards the spine. Mm-hmm. Um, also transverse babies and all the different positions. So yeah, it can be effective in all those cases. I wish I had known ahead of time that my daughter was uh, posterior and occiput, po- uh, however you say that, occiput <laughs> <Sure>. posterior. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I wish I had known, you know, because my labor was 28 hours and then I still ended up having a C-section. Yeah. I, like I recommend the Webster technique for all pregnant moms, whether, you know, or especially early in the pregnancy, the earlier you start in the pregnancy, the less likelihood you're going to have an abnormal position during the birth. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the treatment, and and we're going to start to focus in more now on moms that that want to try to use this to turn a breech baby. Again, I realize that's not the only use for it, but um, you know what is involved in the treatment, um, and is it sounds like something you know because it's not just used to turn breech babies; it's something that you would get you know throughout your chiropractic care in pregnancy, right? Definitely, definitely. Okay. Uh, first of all, it's not a painful technique; okay. um, it's a very gentle technique. And what I do personally is I use what are called pregnancy pillows. So the mom comes in and it's a pillow with a hole cut out in the middle and she can put her belly in the hole and she goes face down. And what I do, the classic Webster technique is you take the mom's ankles and you put them up towards her butt and you look for any kind of differences. If one is tighter than the other and if one is tighter than the other on one side, that's the side that's typically considered the restricted side and you'll do an adjustment on that side of the pelvis. 
And what I do is I have what's called a drop table. So the, the little piece of the table lifts up and then I can drop very gently down on that side of the pelvis to help realign and, and position that pelvis. How quickly could you see um, the results if you were trying to turn a breech baby? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, like I've seen breech uh, turn after the first adjustment. That doesn't always occur. Um, you know, sometimes it takes a few adjustments. Sometimes the baby never turns for whatever reason. And there's, you know, once the baby's born, the mother doesn't have a misshaped uterus, um, no fibroids. You know, she's been getting adjustments throughout pregnancy. And for whatever reason, the baby is still born breech. So... You know, it really depends on the individual, but sometimes it can happen right away. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Can do, have you ever noticed it? Like, like literally, the appointment's not over yet, and the baby has turned. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll notice when I'm doing the Webster technique is when I'm when I have the mom face up because part of the Webster technique is face down. The second part of it is face up, and I'm actually feeling the mom's round ligaments, which are down towards the bottom of the belly, and I have felt the baby turn, <laughs> um, you know, make a lot of movement during that, during that part of the technique. So yes, I have. Yeah. Yep. But unfortunately they could turn right back. <laughs> they can, they can. And that's why I recommend getting the Webster technique throughout the entire, you know, duration of the pregnancy. Because yeah. if you just go in, you know, you get Webster technique done and the baby turns and then you go away, the baby can still turn um, bottom down again. So, but it is, and maybe Annie, you can chime in on this. It is less likely that the, the further along you get in your pregnancy, the more the baby's going to be turning, right? Cause they do run out of room they at do. some yes. point. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. does that mean that getting, you know, of course you could do this throughout your pregnancy, but is, would you say it's even more important if, if you're, if you think your baby's breech or whatever to do it more towards the end? Uh, well, I, I would say it's more important. To, yeah. I, I, if you're, if you're, Coming at it from that point of view, yes, towards the beginning, ideally towards the beginning of the third trimester. Let's say you haven't been getting care throughout your pregnancy. Right. Towards the beginning of the third trimester, prior to 36 weeks okay. or prior to 37 weeks, maybe. Okay. Um, by about 37 weeks, that baby really, you know, gets gets yeah. into that comfortable position wherever it, wherever it is. So, yeah, the earlier the better. Well, I think it's very important to see a chiropractor who knows what they're doing with Webster technique, uh, you know, if that's going to be what's applied. You know, in my case, I saw uh, sought chiropractic care at the very beginning of my pregnancy, and the, the chiropractor wasn't uh, used to dealing with pregnant ladies and uh, did... Oh, that's wha- awkward. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it was, just a, a it was just a regular, you know, chiropractic <laughs> care. A lot of the, the military folks went there, yeah. and uh, she torqued my leg over to the side, <gasps> Um, you know, and I got like a uterus in the way and like, yeah. I just was like, oh, you know, and so I'm like, and she's like, oh, what, what's, you know, because I didn't look pregnant, Oh, okay. but yeah. it was just that real sensitive time beginning your ligaments are loosening up and yeah. she's like, oh, that hurts. I'm like, oh my God, you know? And so then I saw a different chiropractor, right. you know, and, uh, and it's worked out a lot better, you know? And I told, I told that chiropractor and she's like, oh my goodness, that, um, yeah, you shouldn't be in pain during chiropractic care like yeah you know you, it should feel good after an adjustment so yeah, yeah. so i mean I, I would urge people that uh are seeking chiropractic care you know find someone that that um knows what they're doing yeah because <laughs> dr prez would never do that he would never torque your leg like that no he wouldn't yeah, the look of shock <laughs> no, on his no. face like oh my god yeah <laughs> you know with breach though i have actually heard of moms that went into labor they were breech and during the labor the baby turned head down so it's That's not amazing yeah it's not impossible for these babies to actually go head down during labor as well so yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Perez, are there some women that shouldn't have this 
procedure done? No, there's really no contraindications to the Webster technique uh, okay. because we're not dealing specifically with the baby. We're, we're working on the mom. Okay. And um, so really there are no contraindications for pregnancy. Well, that's good. That's yes. good to know because I know a lot of times, you know, women who are prone to having complications may be, you know, hesitant to do something like this simply sure. because, you know, they don't want to mess with the pregnancy too much. Just kind of let it do its thing, right? It's a very, very gentle technique. So. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, and I'm assuming um, this, this is a technique that only chiropractors can perform. And we just kind of touched on the importance of, you know, having a chiropractor that's experienced in this. Um, how would you recommend, you know, because we have, we have listeners from, you know, all over the country that listen to Preggy Pals. How can women find a chiropractor in their area for yeah, something like this? The best place you can go is icpa4kids.org. So that's I-C-P-A, the number four, and then kids.org. And they will list all the chiropractors in your area that are actually certified in doing the Webster technique. Isn't that convenient? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone started that website. Yep, you just type in your zip code and, and they'll come up. That's awesome. And you're in the system too, right? Yes. So anyone that's listening in the San Diego area can find you. Yes. Um, let's talk about cost for a second because I'm assuming this isn't something that's covered by insurance. It's something that a lot of women have to consider. There's a lot of costs associated with prenatal care, plus you've got a brand new baby on the way and costs that are associated with that. So what are we looking at here? Yeah, well, insurance doesn't specifically cover Webster technique, but okay. insurance, some insurances do cover chiropractic chiropractic care, which can be, you know, basically covered with when you co- go and get adjusted. It's just a chiropractic adjustment, essentially. So when the chiropractor billed the insurance, they wouldn't put out, you know, web- that they did Webster technique. They would just right. basically let them know that they did a chiropractic adjustment. Okay. Um, I, I tend to, uh, insurance is not really my thing. I, uh, <laughs> I I don't like to deal with the hassle of it. Um, right. Right. So, uh, but I do know that it can be billed um, if the woman does have insurance benefits for chiropractic care. Okay, and if um, if insurance isn't an option or women don't want to pursue that route, what, what kind of fees are we looking at? Yeah, it varies depending, you know, on the place um, where you live in the country and, and the certain provider that does it. But usually, you know, you're looking around probably somewhere around $50 for, for, um, for an adjustment, a Webster Technique adjustment. Oh, and that's um, for a single visit? For a single visit, yeah. Okay. But, it, but it does vary depending on the location and the, and the provider. Okay. And the amount of visits you need, I mean, it's really up in the air, right? We can't say, oh, five and you should be okay or whatever. Yeah, it is up in the air. And like I said, you know, I wouldn't recommend going in and just when, once the baby turns to stop it, you know, but, you know, it, it, I've seen the babies turn, you know, with one adjustment and sometimes, you know, after multiple adjustments and sometimes never. So you really never know. So it's, it's hard to predict. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, if women want more information, because I know we just kind of scraped the surface of this, but if they want more information about the Webster technique, are there any resources that you recommend? Well, the ICPA website, the ICPA for kids.org. Oh, it's got great okay. stuff. Okay, yeah. Right. So right. there's a lot of information, a lot of research articles about it there. So that's a great place to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dr. Perez, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank Pleasure you. having you on our show. For more information about Dr. Perez, as well as Annie and myself, you can visit the episode page on our website. And Stephanie. Stephanie's got some information on there, too. <laughs> this information, or this conversation, continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, we'll discuss some other non-invasive options for turning your breech baby, because as we mentioned, the Webster Technique is not the only one, and you can use the Webster Technique for many things throughout your pregnancy, not just turning the breech baby. If you would like more information on how to join the Preggy Pals Club, you can visit our website, which is preggypals.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We have a question from one of our listeners, and this comes from Janie of Pennsylvania. Janie writes, the hospital I'm delivering at offers a multiples class. Is this the best type of preparation for having twin babies? Would you recommend taking a twin class like this, or is there another way to better prepare? Well, we're going to ask our twin expert, Jana Rose Feinberg. Hi, Janie. This is Jana Rose Feinberg. I'm an IDCLC, mom of twins, and editor of breastfeedingtwins.org. I definitely recommend taking a multiples class at the hospital if it's available. These classes are generally a good source of basic information about a multiples pregnancy and what to expect after your babies arrive. Many classes invite experienced parents of multiples back to class to answer questions for the expected parents. Class content can vary widely. Some of these classes are more focused on pregnancy-related topics such as diet and preventing preterm labor. Some provide an overview of hospital policies and practices around a multiple delivery at that facility. Some educate parents on postpartum issues, such as breastfeeding and newborn care. Depending on the content of your class, you may want to supplement with other classes on specific topics such as newborn care, breastfeeding, or a hospital tour. You can also reach out to an IBCLC in your area for a private, customized prenatal breastfeeding preparation if that's not part of the class. Twins clubs and online groups are another great resource. You can join your local twins club or reach out to other moms of multiples online. Local groups often have expectant or new moms meetings you can attend now to get advice for moms who have recently been through the adventure of twin pregnancy, and they can usually offer local resources and referrals. Different groups have different personalities, so be on the lookout for a good fit for your needs. You can also supplement the class offerings with some of the many books about twins that are available. I often suggest Mothering Multiples by Karen Gramada as a great overview with both pregnancy and postpartum information. This is also the best book on the market for information about breastfeeding multiples. Your local twins club may have a lending library or a club sale where you can pick up some other books about twin pregnancy and parenting. Everyone has their own favorites, so flip through a few books and see what seems most helpful. Again, congratulations on your pregnancy. Take it easy, keep them cooking, and enjoy this new adventure. Come visit me online at breastfeedingtwins.org for more information and tips. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. And I'll go ahead and make the announcement now. Starting in January, we have another show, so there'll be four shows total. Um, Our fourth show is about twins, because as I was doing my research on twin pregnancies and and how to raise twins, there was not enough information out there. (laughs) So I thought, let's create a show about that, because, you know, I don't have enough things on my plate to do. <laughs> no, but it'll be a really good show. We're really excited about it. Um, so uh, stay tuned to our shows for more information on that. Next week here on Preggy Pals, we're launching a new series. It's focusing on natural ways to manage pregnancy discomfort, including physical therapy options. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care. 
and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.